What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Midwest Flyways podcast. This week, again, it's your favorite two people, Joey Vasallo and Cal Ness. Oh, hi. Co-hosts of the Midwest Flyways podcast, as I like to always remind Joey. Seems to think he's the only host. Well, Cal is Wrong. the co-host. Yeah, you are I'm, also the co-host. I'm the host. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, anyway, guys, uh, this podcast is brought to you by Onyx Hunt which is literally the easiest way to be more successful hunting in the field. Everybody knows the best way to be successful is to scout. And if you scout and you don't know how to find uh, the person you need to talk to to access their private property or where you can hunt on public land, then you're basically screwed. So use code MWF20 for 20% off any membership. 20% off. 20% off any membership on Onyx. It's literally $30. So what is that? $24 for a state. So everybody's always like, oh, I don't want to spend the hundred bucks for the all the states I don't travel. In. Well, then just buy it for your state. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's a hundred bucks, which is now eighty dollars for the elite. Also brought to you by Quick Trip, the cleanest gas station in the Midwest. <laughs> I know we keep hammering that home. It's like people don't believe me though. People are they just don't believe me, dude. When you get the coffee poops, yeah, you know, like when you're like, oh my god, I need to hit a bathroom. First of all, they always have more than one stall. Second of all, it's not a one person bathroom, so that in itself is huge. Yeah. Thank you, Quick Trip. But then when you have the mid the the early morning poopies. Yeah. And you it's sit the, and you and you're thinking, oh, I better grab some paper towels to wipe off the toilet seat. Don't have to. No, don't have to. You they don't have clean to. it, they clean it every hour. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And I and I mean it. And Joey and I are hammering home the poop thing, and I'm hammering hammering home the clean thing. Right. Right? But both things are true. Also the food's really good. So please go to Quick Trip if you are in the Midwest stopping at a gas station pre or post hunt. Okay. Now that said, Joey. What's up, brother? Dude, I've had some really fun hunts in the last week. Really? Some really, really fun hunts. Please so, tell me more. Tate Hartman and two of his guides from Paradise Plains came up here. Where is during, Paradise Plains? It's down in Kansas. Okay. Manhattan, Kansas, or something like that. Sure. Yeah. Central. Some some kind <coughs> of central. It's, uh, I think it's west of Bobby. Okay. I think it's northwest of Bobby. Gotcha. I could be wrong. I don't know. But they shoot uh, the shit out of mallards down there. Right. They shoot the shit out of them. So we have a free invite. Whenever we want to go down there and film okay. a video, so that's okay. pretty cool. Yep. Um, he said for us to come right after uh, Christmas. Nice. Like the 20th. So anyway, um, those three came on up here, and I met Tate through Dive Bomb at Game Fair. Tate's a really good kid. He's a stupid kid. How old is Tate? Uh, 23, 24, 22. I think he's 25, 26. Okay. I think he's 25, 26, and he's not actually stupid. I just love no, him. Yeah, shit. so, so fresh, so, so young. But he, <laughs> he's just a pup, dude. Just a young but pup. But he... Uh, He's a, he's a good friend of mine at this point. We've stayed in contact in the last three years, and he's like, dude, I just want to try something new. He grew up in South Dakota and then moved down to Kansas, and he's, okay. so he's always gone back to South Dakota for early season honkers, and he's like, I just want to do something new this year. So we, I was like, well, come on up for our early season honkers, and thank God he didn't because we didn't do super hot in early season, right? Right. So, and I was like, just don't come during the split, and when did he come during the split? Right. So we couldn't hunt anywhere around our house, you know, in our central area. So we had to go way north. Yep. And last week's podcast is when we did that. They yep. got in at like 9 30, 10 o'clock. No, they got in close to like 11. So then we had a couple beers and we're talking. And he's like, Well, where are we going? I was like, I don't know. I just picked a random lake on a map. So we went up to Detroit Lakes, Minnesota, picked a random lake. It had like an island in the middle so we could hunt any wind. Had a good wind. And, uh, in the middle of this island was like a slough. It was mm. crazy. I've never seen that before. I mean, okay. this is a huge lake, dude. Yeah. And the first, <clears throat> I mean, we just threw all of our honkers out on like the lake side, and then we put like a dozen decoys into the slough side, and that slough was quicksand. Literal quicksand. Like, oh, not good. Not good. Okay. That his dog was so dirty. His yellow lab milk Jay, was the wrong choice. Milk was a bad choice. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So um, his dog was black. <coughs> May God bless your soul. Thank you. Do we have another one? No. Nope. Do we have another one? I only one? have one actually right now. Really? Yeah. Cal always sneezes in twos and threes. I do. But. Typically. Anyway, we. Uh, do we nope. hear it? Nope. 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 So we get out there and we just see ducks a pushing, dude. Hard. Oh, high or high? High. Or low? High. Okay. High pushing. Divers, mallards, everything. And then we had. Uh, Two mallards come over the top of us out of nowhere and land at the slough, and we were not ready for it. I mean, like, we were, were you re- hunting the slough at this point? We were hunting the lake and the slough. Okay, you were very, hunting both sides. Very cool, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, we had three dozen decoys out, two dozen in the water, one in the slough, and sure, and then two dozen goose floaters out on the main lake. And uh, we 
Sorry. I keep coughing. I'm phlegmy. Okay. I got you. So, um, they, <laughs> so, <laughs> I so these two you. mallards dump over the top of uh, Tate right into our spinner, and uh, they didn't see it. And I was like, it was literally right in front of you. It's right in front of you. So I threw a rock. They spooked. He shot the drake. Really nice looking drake. Okay. And then uh, completely tore his head off when he rang its neck. So that's cool. Oh, they missed nice. the hen. And then uh, saw all these ducks pushing hard. And we're like, cool, cool. And then these two woodies are coming right at me. Everyone's asleep, right? Because we're on like an hour and a half of sleep. Yeah. Everyone's passed out in the grass, and I see these two woodies coming, and you can hear them. <coughs> Everyone wakes up, and I see the hen first, and I just crank her ass. Like, they're flying right at me towards the slough. I crank her ass, and I, th- I figure the second woody's just going to peel off. Just kept flying at me. No way. <laughs> so I just waited another second, and I was like, wham. And the second shot was even closer than the first. <laughs> Holy crap. Just plowed them both. Wow. What really threw me for a loop. So they got here Wednesday night, right? We hunted Thursday on a random lake mm-hmm. called um, Brent Lopez. And I was like, hey, where should we go? He's like, this area. I was yep. like, cool. So we go to that area. Can't really find a whole lot of geese. And then closer to sunset, then we find geese on a golf course. I'm like, cool. Which, by the way, I just want to mention, that's a really good point to bring up. A lot of people are always like, well, I don't want to ask anybody for, like, you know, spots. Well, like, one thing you can do is call somebody who lives there or a buddy or hit someone up on Instagram and be like, hey, I don't need a spot. Just tell me, like, a general, like, town or two or kind of, like, an area where you think mm-hmm. birds might be, and I'll go try to find something. Right. So, well, and I had me plus three. Right. So I'm not going to be like, hey, dude, get me on a hunt. Of course. If I was by myself, I'd be like, hey, let's hunt. You know? Yeah, but anyway, we found our own spots. Uh, shot a couple of. Oh, we didn't shoot any geese. Oh, really? No geese, all ducks. Yeah, so we shot. What three were you ducks. hunting? What were we hunting? We yeah. were hunting a lake the first day. The second oh, day, Friday. The second day we hunted. Was it a private traffic. No, we hunted traffic the second day in a field. In a field, so you yeah. got permission on something. Got permission on something. There was a feed, and the guy who butts up to the golf course, he had a loaf of like six hundred geese. It right, sure. right in his backyard, like on the dock, everything. Yep. He goes, yeah, a bunch of people come here and ask me for permission, but our cousins and whatever hunt it pretty regularly. I was like, oh, okay. And then, uh, you know, and then I saw a couple of XL F4s ah. on the side. I was like, okay, yeah, uh-huh. I should have just seen that right away. So yeah. then he's like, yeah, so anything you see that's mine, you know, you can't hunt. I'm like, oh, okay, so we'll just run traffic on. So as we're there, all the geese slipped off. I was like, okay, sounds good. Thank you. He was super nice. I was like, thank you. I'm going to go see where these land. We go. They all land in another one of his fields about two miles away. I'm like, shit. So I'm like, okay, well, we can run traffic. And as we're, like, devising a plan, um, like, geese are coming from all directions. I'm like, holy shit. Now there's, like, a thousand birds, you know, in the air, like, flying around. I'm like, okay, we're going to fucking crush them tomorrow, right? So get permission on what I thought was the cornfield right next to it. And uh, he's like, no, 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 that's their land. It just says it's mine. I'm like, great. So, so then, okay, they weren't, they didn't answer the door. And he's like, well, yeah, you can just, you know, shoot out of my chisel plowed beans. And I was like, okay, they were flying right over. I'm like, we'll be okay. Um, had one flock come right over us, circle twice, dumping in there at like 60 yards. It was like 45 of them. Jim were like right in the suck hole, and our hide was tits. Like, so good. Yeah. Half grass, half, like, dirt clumps, because he, like, hit the grass when he tilled it under. So, it was, okay. like, our boot bags were filled with, like, dirt clumps. It, yeah. it looked so real. And uh, out of nowhere, they all just said, whoops, and just turned right around. No, no flare. Like, they flared so hard for no reason. At 60 yards? At 60 yards. Like, they were cupped up, committed. And then all of a sudden, they, like, start putting their feet down, and they're like, oh, oh, God, oh, God, no, 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 no. Out of here. Go on. What do you think is that? I, none of us had any idea. None of us moved in our blinds. Yeah, because what I mean, the main things you would go through would be like your hide movement, uh, the decoy spread. Maybe yeah, if you're no. like an anal crazy man. No, they just didn't do it. So then we got screwed on that hunt. So you and didn't shoot anything. No, we didn't shoot anything in the morning. And then, um, but what's funny is Landon and I the night before found this, found where they were like roosting at loafing at on this pond or they were they were definitely loafing and you could tell that all these geese were new to the area too like new new because they all landed in a sprout field and i was like figuring out who the owner was on onyx and they immediately all got back up and i'm like oh shit so they're like new new you know and they jumped up over these trees and landed into this pond so i got permission on the pond and the ditch 
right next to it. He owned both. And I'm like in your boat trying to glass them from the boat. And I've got like this, this ditch right off the road. That's Where are you with, in the boat? On a lake? No, no. Like I'm like, Oh, we just were, sitting in it. Yeah, we were pulling. Yeah. We were parked on the road and I like got up there so I could see the water and <laughs> like 25 mallards jump out right in front of me. I had no idea they were there. I'm like, what? And Landon's like, holy shit. And then, like, another 15 jumped up right there. I'm like, holy shit. And all these, like, ducks, like, are just jumping out of this little rice field. I didn't know it was rice. Oh. I'm like, what in the fuck? Like, you can't see them. I'm, now I'm, I don't give a shit about the geese. I'm just watching these mallards in this ditch 20 feet in front of me come out of nowhere. Just. <laughs> and it took them, like, solid 20 seconds to get out of there. It was cool. Wow. So then we're like, okay, let's hunt that in the afternoon. You know. So we go there at, like, 2 Set up off the road, throw six decoys in it. There's, like, hardly any water. And uh, we shot ten mallards out of it, filmed a video. Nice. It was, it was cool as shit, dude. Is that the day you guys shot, like, 17? Nope. That afternoon? Nope, that was at the cabin. Oh. Yeah. No, we were all over the place. Oh, so this is a different deal. Yeah. So we shot ten, lost five of them. Couldn't find them in the rice. Oh, my God. We had two dogs running, and when you start walking through this rice barrel... Like, the mud goes up to your dick, right? goes all the way up to, like, your crotch. So then every, like, every time you walk through the stuff, it, like, gets around your ankles and your chest and, like, all this stuff. And I'm just, like, I was sweating so much. Like, I lost, I guarantee you I lost five pounds. It was bad. It was so bad. But the way that these mallards did it in that little rice hole, dude, the first duck that landed, we... We were working a group, and one broke off, and he's landing, and the others are still working, so obviously we're going to let the others work. And this thing was, like, flying, flying, flying. It was like a young drake. Excuse me. It was a young drake. And it, his belly touched the top of the rice, and he just does this. He just puts his wings in and his side and falls into the water because like, he knows he can't, like, navigate all the way down through the rice. Yeah. So he just belly flopped into the water. Never seen anything like it. It was so damn cool. That is like, really cool. Bro, if they all do that today, that'd be the coolest shit ever. Yeah. And we saw two more do that. Like, wow. apparently that's how they get into rice. So, dude, you got to show these guys some pretty good hunting. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, like, yeah, you didn't go out and smash limits every day, but, like, they saw some really cool stuff and some, like, you know, more, just different, different oh, than what they're used very to. Very different from what they're used You should have heard how they were talking about it, dude. They're like, I've never seen anything like this. <laughs> like what? Like in in sense of what? Like, we're, what like we're, hunting out so of a, we're hunting out of a fucking ditch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're just standing in the cattails, like you know when you. It was like a peat bog type of situation. So if you don't stand at the base of the cattail right. roots, you just go through. Yeah. So we're like we're standing on that. And we're trying to get all situated. We have no hide. We, you know we're just in the cattails, hiding in the shadows. Yeah, and they're looking at you like there's no way. Well, Landon knew because we when we were there and we saw all these things pop out of there, we're like, holy shit. We were yeah. going to fuck them up. And I thought maybe it was like a roost or whatever. It's like, whatever, we're here one day. You know, screw it. Um, it was not a roost. They were transitioning off the roost, going to the pond out in front of us, and then they were trading back to feed. Okay. So it was a very cool situation where it's like, it was a weird little transition yeah. food pond. It was crazy, dude. It was so cool. So then next day. um, Now we, you guys had we, left, right? And you went yeah, to the we, cabin? we left that night. And this gets into my worst for the week. Oh, you have the worst for this week? I have the worst. Okay. Give him the button. Which one is it? Wor- oh, the worst. Okay. Worst, dude. Okay, All right. so get ready for after I'm done. So we're trying to find a hotel, right? All right. We find one, and they say, oh, don't have any rooms here. Don't have any rooms here. Sorry. They're like, okay. Where can we go? They're like, here. And, dude, I am on zero sleep. I am falling over, like, literally falling over. We sit in the couch to, like, call the other hotel to see if they have rooms. And I pass out, and she goes, get your feet off the table. I'm just, oh, God. Like, woke up. had no idea where I was. Like, I was delirious. Yeah. Like, really, really bad. Like, where your chest hurts. It's like. You feel like shit. You feel like utter shit. And I'm just like, oh, my God. So then we're like, okay, let's find a hotel, right? So we find a hotel, we call ahead, and she's like, yeah, come on, get a room. So we get there. She's not there. The one person who works there. And it says, we'll be back on the counter. Like, what? So we call the hotel again. We're in the lobby. I'm like, hey, where are you? And she goes, I usually take my breaks between one and three. 
so I'll be back around three. What? What do you mean you just take a break in the middle of the for day? two from, hours? For two hours, one to three? What? You run a hotel. One to three. In the afternoon. In the afternoon. So I'm I'm literally passed out on the tailgate. Flies biting me everywhere. I don't care. I'm passed out. Doesn't even matter. Don't matter. Don't matter. So she she then gets back and she's at like three o'clock. She gets back at three fifteen. Three fifteen. Oh my gosh. She's like, Okay, your guys' room is ready, but yours isn't. I gotta finish cleaning the bathroom. So I can't even go into my fucking room. Oh my god. And the guys are like, oh, okay. And then she's like, but no dogs. And I'm like, okay, I'm over it. I'm over it. We pass out. We're done, right? So here's a little tip for you guys. Don't stay in Boston. So you have a just a tip, <laughs> Andy, you're the worst this week? Well, I mean, don't stay in Boston, Minnesota. It was bad. It was bad, bad, dude. It was, I've never had service that bad before. Where it was just like blatant disregard for normal shit. Oh you know? my god. It was a meth head town. I was scared to leave the boat out. They're like, just dis- just unhook the boat while we go scout. And right as they said that, dude, some guy's just screaming in his backyard at his grill. <laughs> like, a fucking piece of shit isn't lighting. God dang it. Bok, bok. Well, hey. And I'm like, I'm not disconnecting this boat. Thank you for not <laughs> leaving my boat. I'm not disconnecting the boat. Thank you for not donating my boat to a meth head. Right. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I really, really do. So, hey, by the way, though. You're the worst. Uh, the worst. The worst. If you take two hour breaks in the middle of the fucking day. You're the worst. Especially after you just told somebody, yeah, come on down and get a room. Literally. Oh, oh my God. It's 1259. No, dude. It was 1230 when we called. I'm going to have to go on break. Unreal, dude. Okay. Well, you said, so you're, angry. you said you're just the tip. My just the tip for the week is uh, if you take apart your gun, <laughs> keep all the parts. Okay. It's really crucial that you do that. Uh, and Joey and I are learning that right now mm. um, because some, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I want to say that some of your unorganizedness has rubbed off on me. Oh, whatever. Okay. Dude. But. But, dude, I lost the charging handle for my gun, for one of my guns. And I asked Joey. So I called Joey and I say, hey, man, can I borrow a charging handle? And he's like, charging handle. Um, He's like, uh, yeah, actually, you can't. And I'm like, why, man? He's like, because I'm, I'm missing mine, too. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, well, dude. That's fine. Just let me take your gun then. And he's like, oh, um, the thing is, I'm using the cap from from <laughs> that gun on my current gun. I lost the cap. He lost the cap. For my Super Black Eagle 3. And, and, the, and the Weatherby 18i is essentially the same thing as a Benelli, so all the parts are interchangeable. <clears throat> And I lost the cap, so I took the cap from the Weatherby and put it on my Benelli. And he borrowed the charging handle from the Weatherby to, from the Black Eagle. Yeah, whenever I was using the Weatherby, I was taking right. the charging handle off the Benelli and yeah. putting it on the Weatherby. Because <laughs> you lent it to somebody else. Yeah, well, unbelievable. Joel Bo Jones in North Dakota last last uh, early season was like, "Hey man, I don't know where my charging handle is. Can you let me use yours?" I was like, "Sure, I'll just use my twenty gauge then." You know. And then he's like, left with it, left for Nebraska with it. Yeah, and he had just hit a deer leaving the field too. So yeah, like, like none of us were thinking about a breach handle or a charging. Right, handle, right. You know? It's like whatever. And then I call him like, hey, I need that. It's like, oh, okay, I'll mail it to you. I was like, thanks, man. Never got my address. So I was like, oh shit. Next day, I was like, here's my address to send that. He's like, oh fuck, sweet man, thanks. Never sent it. And then, and then he's like, and I talked to him like two months later. I was like, bro, I need that. He's like, oh, fuck, I'm so sorry, dude. He's like, I'll send you a picture of me sending it. Sent me a picture of him sending it. He's like, it's in an envelope like this. I'm like, oh, great. Never, Never got, got it. it. Never, Never got, got it. it. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So, guys, very crucial. When you take apart your gun, don't lose the parts for it. It's really important. Just a tip. You know those mechanic bowls? Mm-hmm. They're, like, magnetized? Yeah. 
they should people should use that when they're um, taking apart their guns so that they don't lose them. The metal, little parts. Blue That's blue actually good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know Howard Tripp's company, um, Real Avid. Real Avid. They have like a they have like a shotgun mat that you clean your shotgun yep. on, or you're like your AR-15. Yeah. He has a little magnetized little bowl. It's not a bowl, but it's like a little tray. In it? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I was like, wow, that's just like the mechanics bowl. That's fucking genius. Right. You know? Okay, so Friday, Friday you leave. Saturday you hunt where? Saturday we hunt this very large lake. Okay. And I've hunted it a lot. And so we get out there, throw out, you know, three dozen mallards and two dozen uh, dive bomb goose floaters and just... You hunt a point or what'd you hunt, a bay? Uh, we hunted the point. Yeah. Okay. And um, it was super foggy. Uh, the water's down a foot there, by the way. Oh, my gosh. Good wind? A great wind. Okay. Great wind. It was pissing rain the whole time. So Perfect. I didn't, so I didn't film. Right? Um, yep. And we shot, like, 18 ducks. Nice. It was fun, dude. That was the first, like, real decoying mallards all year, where they just, like, they had no choice uh-huh. other than to come into the spread. And every single bird, bro, was at 15 yards. Oh, my god! Every single bird we shot was at 15 yards. It was fucking And doing beautiful. it? Doing it hard. Wow. Doing it so hard. We had a flock of like 80 blue-winged teal. We saw them. We thought they were divers because they were just like right up against the water. I was like, get ready, guys. Get ready. And they come around behind us, and all you see is blue. I'm like, holy shit. Those are all blue-winged teal? What? Wow. Like, what? And they come around us, and then they, like, you could have reached out and grabbed one. Oh, my god! They were at like three feet. No way. And we're just like, what in the fuck? <laughs> You know, it yeah. was epic. I think needless we shot like to say, four. some of those birds were not salvageable. All of them were really. We had all salvageable birds that wow, day. Wow, that's crazy. Did you guys make duck then on Saturday night? Oh yeah, yeah. I showed them the way on the Traeger. I showed them the way on. the Did Traeger. they try it? And was their mind blown? Mind blown. Really? Mind blown. Even Tate. Oh yeah, he's like, dude, you need to teach me how to make that so that I can uh, make that for Avery's parents when I get back. He's like, so the ducks we shoot tomorrow. I mean, because we ate all eighteen. No yeah, problem. yeah, oh yeah. And of course, I had to leave a couple of breaths for Rob. Yep. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So we, we shot the shit out of him. It was fun, dude. I'm going to look at the picture here and see what we shot. Well, I know you shot some mallards for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. No, we shot like four or five mallards. Two of them were gorgeous. Um, you like shoot a fully, pintail? Yeah, we shot a hen pintail. Nice. What about widgeon? No widgeon. We shot blue wing, green wing, studs, stud, green Really wings, nice ones. Uh, spoonies, mallards, pintail. And yeah. shot some spoonies, huh? They did it the best. Really? Just holding pumpkins from 200 yards out. Really? Yeah. Damn. That is Just, so cool, man. You know, muscle manning in. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> That's awesome. It. But it was it was so wet. So wet, dude. It was intense. But every bird, like, it just felt so good. You know, they were having so much fun. We ran out of shells. Oh, yeah. We didn't bring enough shells out there. Oh, really? Yeah. And I, luckily, I had a, like a half box of Rios in the boat. They were just rustier than shit. Oh, yeah. Shot them anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, absolutely we did. No, it was a good day. <clears throat> it was like the first good duck hunt of the year for sure. That's awesome, oh, man. It just felt so good. And like they've never hunted water like that. Right. You know, where it's just a ginormous lake and we like get out of the mouth of the river. And I was like, welcome to the ocean. They're like, holy shit. This is fucking huge. I was like, I know. They're like, how deep is it? I was like. Two and a half feet. Like, shut the fuck up. Get out of the boat. And they're like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know, no cover. Just sitting in cattails on this point. Just having a blast, dude. Had white buckets that we're sitting under. So we all took off a piece of clothing and put it over the over buckets. The bucket. Yeah. Yep. It was a good day. Yeah. So, dude, they were they must have been, like, mind blown about how different. Oh, very different. Yeah. Between Kansas and Minnesota. All they shoot are cattle ponds. Right. Yeah. So they were pumped about it. Mm-hmm. They must have had a great time. Oh, I mean, yeah. Obviously, you took them to Lodge, and mm-hmm. they ate the best duck of their lives. Mm-hmm. It was a good time. Had a couple drinky poos. Had I'm too sure. many drinky poos, for sure, because Sunday uh-huh. I was hung the fuck over. Really? Oh, my God. <clears throat> well, we played uh, drinking Farkle. Okay. So every time you Farkle, you take a drink? Sure. No, oh, it was bad. Yeah. And then um, right after that, we played Egyptian Rat Slap. Oh, They'd never the played either of those games. No way. No, so and of course oh, I won every time. Dude, the rat slap's amazing. Yeah, the shit slaps. Yeah. So slap, if you guys have played rat slap, let us know because that shit slaps. Yeah, comment on a YouTube video or leave a rating or something. Just say rat slap. I'm telling you, my whole senior year of high school, and when I say all I did, I mean all I did was flirt with girls, play Pokemon, 
and play yeah. Egyptian rat slap Egyptian in class. Rat slap. Go to it. go That's to our it. latest YouTube video. It's a Minnesota backwater goose hunt, and comment rat slap. On the last podcast, we said comment balls, and it so, went really it went really well. A lot of people commented balls on our video. <laughs> So I want to see some rat slap comments. Dude, so many people commented balls. I forgot we said that, and I, I just know. get a notification like Dude, balls, balls. Connor, balls. Connor texted us. So Connor wasn't on that podcast. Connor texted us, and he's like, "Did you guys say something about people commenting balls?" And, <laughs> and you're like, uh, "What did you?" I think you just responded with like a laughing emoji, but he was very confused. But yeah, we had a lot of balls comments, and we appreciate the hell out of those. By the way, it was great. Really, really helped cool. out the video. It definitely did. All right, Joey. I think we're we're gonna break into our newest game, guys. We have a brand new game, okay, that we're gonna play. It's called Hadida or Nah. All right. And Hadida, by the way, is a thing that Joey and I say all the time when you're like, Did you shoot him? And you're like, Hadida. You know? Hadida. <laughs> so Hadida or Nah. So we're gonna pose a question to the other people on the podcast and they have to say Hadida or Nah and explain why. So, Joey, do you want me to start it, or do you want to start it? Start us off, bud. All right. So, Joey Vasallo, first question. Yes. You would rather shoot a amazing honker loaf at 11 o'clock in the day. Didn't have to get up early. Didn't have to worry about that. You set your decoys. It's a nice little slew. It's a loaf. It's got 500 honkers in it. Oh. You would rather shoot that than shoot a field that had 20 mallards in it but had potential with a terrible hide had potential what do you mean there's only 20 mallards in it but could there's be been other mallards using it there could be more mm-hmm. you would rather shoot the goose loaf than the mallard field and and kind of send it on the mallard field with a bad hide uh you know so to be honest with everyone he he asked this question beforehand and i was like oh mallard you know but you said that there's geese in there, like 500 geese. Yeah, there's I'd like probably a lot go of geese. hit the loaf. Probably go hit really? the loaf. Can you yeah. explain that? So you did had it to shoot the loaf. I had it. Had it. Tell me why. I had it because I've been getting my fucking ass kicked by these geese this year, dude. Yeah. I'm losing my mind. I've only had like one or two good shoots on geese, and I'm yep. just like, I'm over it. You know, I just want to go out there and just slap them up one time. That's all I need, one time. You know, where it's like, Say you and I go out, you know, on Friday morning or whatever. You and I go out and we just slap a two-man limit. I'd be good for the rest of the season. Right. And then I just want to chase mallards so I can't chase them anymore. You know, like that's right. just me. Because you're more ducks, please. So I'm just confused like, I'm more a little ducks. bit. But let me ask you this. Would you change your answer had you not had a great duck shoot on Saturday? Like if you were still itching for that really good duck hunt this year, would you change your answer? Well, here's how you pose that question, okay? You pose it. Their geese are going to do it. The ducks might not. If I know that the geese are going to do it, I'm going to do the geese. Yeah. If I know that either one could go either way, I would have chose the ducks. What if you know some mallards are going to do it? It's just there's going to be 500 geese that are going to do it. Wow. Still had my, it. My, my heart says mallards. But your head says geese. Yeah. But my body. But my body. <laughs> my body is telling me yeah. Bro, your whole body just vibrated. Well, that's my body telling me. Yeah, dude. That was incredible. Thank you. Now everyone just stopped listening to the podcast right after you did that. Yeah, they quit. They left. (laughs) That's fine. No, what about you, dude? What's your answer? In that situation? What do you had it to do? (sighs) Right now I had it to shoot the mallards. Really? Yeah. You done with the geese? I'm I mean, I'm not done done with the geese. Done with them. I'm not done with the geese. You don't like him anymore. But it's funny because, like, on Saturday, I had a really good goose hunt. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm coming off that also. So, you're ready for ducks. I am. I, I mean, like, I don't know. Yeah, I am. I'm ready for mallards. Mm-hmm. It's not just ducks in general. Big ducks. I'm ready for big ducks. Yeah. Shot a lot of teal yet this year. Yeah. So, yeah. kind of no, done. With very the teal. done on the teal. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good on the teal. I've been eating good, though, bro. Oh, dude, teal are amazing. I'm eating hard. I mean, I love eating teal. Just love hunting mallards. And I tell you what else is great about teal cow. And for everyone else listening. They're so easy to clean. We shot the shit out of them. We shot a bunch of teal on every time. Saturday, right? Mm -hmm. Out on that big lake. And 
I'm just thinking to myself, like, I'm looking at them as the dogs are bringing them back. And I'm like, oh, God, you know, oh, God, these things are going to be a, a just hamburger, you know, <laughs> open them up. They are not hamburger. Yeah. The pellets, the pellets just went right through them, dude. So I'm like cutting. These oh, things. yeah. I'm just cutting these things up and I'm like exit holes throughout the whole thing. I'm like, yes. Yep. Dude. Yes. And then the mallards and the spoonies that we cut up, a couple of them had BBs in it. But yeah. for everyone who doesn't know this trick, when you're cutting up breasts and whatever, you see the BB hole, you you know, you turn the breast over. If you don't see an exit hole, you probably got a BB in there, right? Or if you see a lot of feathers stuck in the BB hole, mm-hmm. that will keep the BB from going all the way through the breast right. and you will probably crunch down on one, right? So the trick is just cut right there. Or you could like push through the breast and see if you can feel the BB, but that yep. has less accuracy. But I just make made, a little slit. I tell you what, whenever I clean the birds, only about three BBs have been found. Yeah. You know, but that also depends on how I'm cooking them up. If you leave the whole breast, you're probably going to find one. If you're cutting them up into chunks, not so much. Another thing I love about teal, actually, is that when you are cleaning them, they're so easy to clean. Oh, just rip because, them Because, dude, just for anybody who doesn't know, if you take both thumbs and hold the sides of the, of the, of the body on either side mm-hmm. and put your thumbs in the middle and you press down and pull apart, you can literally just rip the skin. Mm-hmm. You'll tear the skin right down the middle. And the skin will just tear away from the breasts. Whereas on other bigger ducks, especially some divers, you definitely can't do that. So those that's that's a huge factor too. Yeah. Kind of like that. But I don't know. I, I think I'd still shoot. I'd shoot mallets. All right. Your turn. So had it or not. Ready? Yep. <sighs> Go hunting without your waders on a water hole or being a sloppy Wet field without bibs. Wow. So you're saying I either, so I had it to. <laughs> like you have to get in the water. Mm. Like you have, well, let's just say you try to like manipulate it from the boat, right? And like you could probably go stand on cattails or like dry land or whatever. You know you're getting wet. <laughs> no matter what you do, you're getting wet. Yeah. Launching the boat, getting it back on the trailer, all that. You're right. getting wet. And in the field, you're getting wet too. But you know, like and there's no there's no difference in my hunting chances here. It's you're, just you're like, gonna smack just, them either way. Okay, I'm gonna smack them either way. Mm-hmm. I think that I had to hunt the dry field or the wet field. Really? Yeah, without bibs. Yeah, I think right. I had it to do that. And the reason being, <laughs> I had to hunt the field. And the reason is because the field there's no chance of like really bad shit happening to me. Like, if I'm, like, really, like, True. over it or I'm really cold or really sick or whatever, I can leave at any time. Mm-hmm. When you're in that situation on water, one wrong move, dude, especially in Minnesota where it's so cold, you've got hypothermia fast, depending on how cold it is. Are you talking about, like, this time of year? Yeah, whatever. I still hunt the field. doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. I made that doesn't a little ma- easier on you. This is, like, a shittier version of would you rather... Is what this is. Shittier version of would you rather, yeah. 100%. Had it or not. Had it. A, I just love saying that. Yeah, but that. see, here's the thing, though. Is like, I my question was much more, like, thought out. You know, and yours was just like, would you rather do something really shitty or something else really shitty? <laughs> you know? True. You know. I'm a very good question asker, okay? It's fine, dude. All right, Joey. One more question for you. Had it or not. Had it a hunt a field with the same, with, with 50 geese. Using the field, and it's a great traffic field. Okay. Okay. Had it a hunt 50 geese in a traffic field with no wind whatsoever, oh. or had it a hunt 50 geese in a field with no hide whatsoever? I'd do the no wind. Had it a wind. Had do, it a hunt I, with wind. Had it a hunt with no wind, yeah. Yeah. Tell And tell me why. Because it's better to hunt with no wind than it is to hunt with no hide, because if you get spotted, you're screwed. You know? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, but what if you have... So you'd take no wind. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I would. I would. Well, I mean, when I when I hear no hide, I hear no hide. Like, you're essentially out there in your boxers, you know, you're not covered with anything. I'd rather do the no wind. Yeah. Any day of the week. God, it just it's tough because I feel like if you have no wind, you're just kind of fucked anyway. Like, I mean, you can you still, still shoot them. Possi- I mean, what do you think we're this way? Are they landing anywhere with no wind? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. Water. Are they landing in the fields where people are standing out there? No. Nah. No. Nah. 
No. No. So that's my answer. Yeah. That's um, good. Thank you. Okay. All right. Tell me about Tuesday. Tuesday morning. Austin Shelander, unbelievable uh, goose caller. I'm pretty sure he comp called back in the day. Tim Steele, Joe Heinz, and the Strauss, Strauss brothers and I go and hit this, hit this uh, loaf pond. It's like a traffic pond for migrators in uh, Monty. And, dude, it was so good. It really? was so good, man. Like, you know when you're migrating hunting, it's like, oh, those ones are a little bit too far. Like, we're not under their flight path. Like, totally. Yeah. Like, when we were up in Mora. Every single flock came right over this pond. I mean, just unbelievable. Whose and this field is, was it? Or who's Austin's Lees. Okay. Bro, and we had one of the sexiest looking spreads out. We had, like, I don't know, 20 floaters with four butts, goose butts. And this bunch was a of, pond? Pond. And then a bunch of DSDs on the shore. Oh, 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 it looks so good and so real. And we had a north wind, probably like 8 to 10 miles an hour, just perfect. But um, dirty flocks of geese flew right over us, and I think we killed 12 geese and four gadwalls. No shit. It was fun, dude, and those gadwalls had some, like a quarter inch of fat on them. Really? Yeah, I kept the skin on. I Holy kept the crap. fat on, bro. It was so much skin on them. And um, they did it so perfect into the suck hole. He's like, we're not going to shoot any ducks this morning. I was like, yes, we will. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. More ducks, please. I, I need more ducks. Yeah. You know? And um, <clears throat> no, we had like the most calling power I've ever had in a pit. Or not yeah, in a yeah. pit. It was in an A-frame, but such a good hide. They didn't see us. Right. But like we'd break down these migrators. and I mean, we have Joe Hines, Austin right. Shelander. The Strauss brothers, if anyone knows who they are, they are unbelievable. Tim Steele. Tim Steele. Like, we had some unbelievable goose callers, and we couldn't get these things to finish. 30 flocks, dude. I bet you we finished two. No way. Mm-hmm. And then we shot two locals right away in the morning, too. Wow. So, was, so I mean, we killed 10 migrators. Hell of a Were day. you guys migrator hunting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. With, like, oh, and then we had a bunch <clears throat> of black and whites silhouettes. Yeah. So... It was a, such a fun hunt, like hunting with a bunch of new people and like people that I've known. Like Joe and I have hunted a lot. You're about to sneeze, aren't you? Nope. No. Uh, Joe and I have hunted a lot. Austin and I have never hunted. He was a workhorse, dude. Yeah. He went through uh, the whole like shoreline and took a trimmer and trimmed the grass. He's like, I could have gotten a brush hog out here, but it wasn't enough time. I was like, so you took your trimmer? You trimmed the whole shoreline? Like just a workhorse, bro. That's crazy. Yeah. And like all these people, except for like Joe and I, took off work. <laughs> like oh, yeah. Tim, the Strauss brothers, and Austin all took PTO, and Joe and I are just like, we didn't have to take off work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? But that was so much fun. So I just want to say thanks to Austin for inviting me out on that. That was so much fun. Dude, hearing that much calling power, and you know, like we're all just like creating a wall of sound, obviously, when the first flock of geese like come through, and like, then we like devised a plan. I'm like, okay. To have one person like be the lead, and then we're all like clucking and moaning it like in unison, dude. It sounded unreal. Who led? Uh, Joe, yeah, mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, Heinz led, and then but like Austin would lead too, so I don't know, like all very, very experienced goose killers and callers. It was a shitload of fun, yeah, like really fun. Like killing migrators over water, dude, with that much calling power is just like. Whew. Really cool. Yeah, we just couldn't get every single flock to finish right. Right, it sucked. It's just like we we didn't. Did you have know a good what. win. Yeah, we had a great win. <clears throat> Weird. They just, uh, you know, it was right by Pelican. Oh sure, like right by Pelican. Yeah. So I'm just like, well, damn, like every fucking migrator that came over went right over us, and I'm like, oh my god. It was like there was there was no downtime during that hunt. It was just like really constant. That's really cool. It was, a, it was a fun hunt, dude. And we're just like, I've never had a migrator that day that, like, you were that perfectly in the right spot. And we're just like, well, maybe they don't want to feed yet. Yeah. Maybe they don't want to touch down yet. They're not tired yet. You know? And when we started breaking them down was in between 9 and 10. Okay. So, which is hmm. what, you know. But what really worked that day was the no one's home technique. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Because we'd, we'd call them, and then they'd lock up, and then they'd get to this tree line, and then uh-huh. they'd start flapping again, and it's like, shit. So the next, like, two-pack that came through, we let them go, and then started barking at them once they got near the trees, and then they just fucking circled and came in so hot, like, from our over our back left shoulder, and then turned perfectly, like, we had a crosswind. 
Bro, it was sick. That's really cool. Oh, it was cool, man. It was fun, too. Like, we, we all know each other pretty decently well. That was my first time hunting with Austin, but we've been on buddies on Snap for a while. Man, he's a good caller, bro. Yeah. Like, just, like, truly disgusting. Strauss brothers are fucking disgusting, Yeah, they're too. good. Dude, they're good. Doing yeah. all these, like, weird finesse notes as everyone's, like, calling, so it just sounds like... But it, that was, like, some of the most realistic goose calling I've, I've ever heard. And Tim was, like, got in the kayak and went and grabbed a couple of cripples across the pond and... We're like, lay down, lay down, you know, and then we're calling geese. And he's like, guys, that sounded so fucking disgusting from the other side of the pond. Really? I've never heard anything like that. And I'm like, goodness gracious. It was fun. That is super cool. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll tell you about Saturday. Saturday had a good hunt. Um, It was me, Gavin, Riley, and then Tommy. Mm -hmm. Um, And originally, I had found this field uh, on Wednesday night. That had like 350 honkers in it, which is a lot of geese for us right now. For mid-October, yeah. Yeah, for mid-October, especially for like big geese. You know, we're talking not talking little geese. Well, so. and, and for people who don't know, we have this thing called the mid-October lull. Yep. It's brutal, dude. Not a yeah, whole it's lot usually of wind. bad. And honestly, right now, it's it's pretty bad here yeah. because it's so fucking hot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, it's been like 75, I mean, a week or, a week or so, 10 days ago, it was like 85 degrees. Yeah. Unreal, dude. Yep. Not good. Yeah. So anyway, when I found that many geese in that field, I was like, holy shit. Well, they're like sandwiched, you know, close to a neighborhood and then on, then the highway is right there mm-hmm. on the other side of the field. And so, you know, it was a little bit sketch, sketch in a way. And I'm like, I wonder, you know, who owns this? Looked up the field. It's owned by a holdings company. You know, it's like not. Uh-oh. So I'm like, eh, Okay. So I called Gavin and I'm like, Hey man, do you know anything about this? Like, you know, this company that this holding company. And he's like, I do. He's like, we uh, lease some of their fields. And I'm like, no shit. Well, let me send you a pin quick. So I sent him a pin and he's like, yeah, that's our field. We, we farm that. And I'm like, you need to go look at that field. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so Thursday night, Gavin went and looked at it mm. and he's like, dude, there's 400 in here. He's like, this is stupid right now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Well, are we hunting it? And he's like, let me call my uncle. Called him, got permission, but it was only four hunters. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh my God, hell yeah, let's go. So Friday night, I'm at a wedding. I get a phone call from Riley. And Riley's like, hey man, there's not a single fucking goose in this field. Ooh. I'm like, what? Dude, there's 350 in there the last two nights, man. Like, you're at the wrong field. And he's like, no, dude, I'm at the right field. <laughs> he's like, there's not a single goose in here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, have you seen him fly yet? He's like, no. <clears throat> well, he calls me back and he's like, hey, man, so I did find him. They're in uh, Gavin's family's field, a different field. Nice. I'm like, okay, cool. So they had split up into two groups now, though. So it was like 150 and 50 and 50 in different fields. <clears throat> so Saturday morning we set up. We figured it was going to be pretty good. Uh, we were in layouts. It was corn. Um, and it's about mm, 9 a.m. <laughs> Haven't shot a fucking thing. Ugh. Have you seen anything fly? Mm, maybe seven geese. Ugh. Haven't seen anything fly. And we're like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Right? Because, you know, you know how it is. Like, they should be feeding right now. Like, right away. And it was foggy. You know, we were like, oh, God, maybe they're just slow. You know? But like nine thirty, man, is like the floodgates opened. Mm. All of a sudden, thousands of a thousand geese. You know, they're in the air, not thousands, but mm. probably a thousand we got right now. All of a sudden in the air, and uh, there was another field like kitty corner from us that some guys were traffic hunting. Yeah. So we hear the see the geese get up. These guys would start ripping on calls. Uh, they just suck right into our field. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was amazing. And Gavin, obviously, these guys kind of compete with us for some spots. And Gavin's like, if they don't shoot any geese, I'm fine if we don't shoot any geese. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, all right. So ended up, though, we shot 12. Um, packed up at like 1030. So we only gave it like an hour. Yeah. Um, it was really only an hour. It was good. We could have probably sat out there and, you know, kept scratching away at them. But we were all like, you know what? This would have been a limit last year. Right. You know? Like, it feels like we shot a good number of geese for four guys. We had 12. So we just packed it up, but it was a lot of fun. I mean, a lot of them, some of them did it right. Some of them would peel out at like 60 yards and then circle us like 10 times, go check out the other guy's fields. Classic. 
And then like half of them went straight back to water, man. I mean, they got up, they stretched their wings, they came and looked at us, check us out, and then they went right back to the fucking roost. So, kind of annoying. The geese suck right now, they really do, but yeah. it was fun to scratch some and feel like, you know, we had some that really did it right, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, no, I mean, it's been really tough, dude. Like, it's been a tough year so far for geese. It's really weird. It's kind of frustrating, especially when you feel like you're scouting them so hard and you're kind of doing the right things. And well, it's just not switch it up on you. Yeah, they switch it up. They're switching it up. I don't know. What do you think this weather does for us long term this season? In what regard? What do you mean? Well, like obviously, are are you concerned that once mallards do finally leave Canada, they're not going to stop? Oh no, they'll stop. They'll stop. It's just how long will they stay? Right. You that's know, what I meant. But like Simon up in Alberta just got his first good push in mallards a week ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And he's way up there. Right. Like, way up there in Alberta. But, I mean, the pictures and videos he sent me, dude, were fucking unbelievable. Just, like, 200 in a slew coming down into his spread. It's just like, come on, dude. You know, so North Dakota's just starting to get hit right now with mallards, like, northern Minnesota, like, Canada border. Um, So, if I were a betting man, if I were you, if you're going out this weekend, I'd grab one friend, run out to North Dakota. That's what I would oh do. yeah! Oh yeah! I would run out to North. You, Cal, run out with a friend. Run out to North Dakota, because I'll be in Hawaii. <laughs> you yeah, should though. You will be in. Hawaii. You will have so much fun. You will fucking crank their asses. Because mm-hmm. this is when I went last year, right? With Wade and Cam Max. Bro, and last year we were getting eight inches of snow. Right now, I know. But you did you see the extended forecast? We're supposed to get dumped with a blizzard on the twentieth. I didn't see that. Where did you see that? From Minnesota to Texas, blizzard. No way, dude. Mm-hmm. I've I've had five people talk to me about it, and I'm like, where are you finding this? I have no idea. That's so weird. I know. I know. It's so funny, too, because was it not literally like two weeks ago when it was 85 degrees, and I'm like, dude, I don't know. We're not going to get any fucking weather. And you were like, bro, just wait. Like, end of October, we'll get some snow or something. Oh, yeah. Well, we always do. Think about how many years we haven't gotten any snow in October. Very few. Yeah, I guess. But who knows? Mm. No, I think you guys will. I think this weekend you'll get a lot of birds for yeah. sure. I'm going to go out on Friday morning, day before Hawaii, and um, go out on like a public lake or something and see if I can't shoot a couple mal pals. Yeah. And then I'm done for two weeks. Two can't weeks, shoot, shoot. bro. What 11, are you going to do? 11 days. I'm going to get yeah, drunk withdrawals. on the I'm going to get drunk on the beach and I'm going to open up, you know, Snapchat and Instagram and just hate my life. At the same time. At the beach. I'm going to be in paradise, but every one of my friends will be shooting mallards in North Dakota. Right. Minnesota. and be pissed. Well, you'll come back for Halloween weekend. It'll be a... Mm -hmm. No, we're going to spank their ass like Patron, dude. Smack my ass like Patron. What? Never heard that. You never heard that uh, that TikTok sound? No. Boom, jaboom, jaboom, jaboom. Smack my ass like Patron. I'll Never. show you a video after. Unbelievable! The, I'll show you a video after the thing. It's actually really funny. It's a very catchy beat, and now it's going to be stuck in my head for okay. two weeks. So, hmm. but anyway, I'm going to be in Hawaii for 11 days, so you guys won't hear me on the podcast. It's an eight-hour difference, so they won't even be able to call in, which is fine. You guys, it's think. an eight-hour difference. Eight-hour difference. No shit. Mm-hmm. Ahead hours. of us or behind? Um, behind. No way. So right now it's noon. Noon. Yeah. Holy fuck. I know. It's crazy. That is fucking crazy. It's straight west. You know, yeah, wild. Dude. I know. I'm gonna be a so piece weird. of shit when I come back, my, but you know, Daddy's hunting right away. Daddy? Yeah, I'm Daddy. I'm Daddy. Oh, you are? Yeah, I'm Daddy. Weird. Daddy's gonna That's be hunting. Really weird, man. <laughs> yeah. It's very You've weird. definitely heard me talk in the third person, oh, calling yeah, myself Daddy. For sure. I don't like it, but I, I yeah. So I do. I have heard it. Remember when I was in Italy? Yeah. And I came back. I was super jet lagged. Yeah. And I saw that it was flooded here. I was like, I'm going to the tree spot. I went out with uh, Connor and just fucking spanked him. Connor Olstead? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, Connor and Gavin and yeah, you couldn't go that day. You were um, at a wedding or something. It was no, like a was... Saturday morning. Oh, really? Remember, you're like you guys have filmed like six oh, videos. Oh, dude, that's me oh, you year. know what? That's because that was uh, that was Jake's wedding. Mom's wedding. At, I was at Jake's wedding. You left early. Yeah, you left at like ten, so you could go hunt. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so you're and saying I, I, I got like back from Italy, 
went straight to Jake's wedding and that no. No, you didn't go to Italy last year. You went two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, this yeah. is what I'm talking about. Twenty nineteen. Oh, well then I don't know. You were doing something. Anyway, from that trip I was jet lagged as all hell. Went yeah. and scouted the spot, saw two hundred plus mallards and woodies, and I was like, oof. I barely got any sleep. Woke up just in a complete delirium state and then went out and hit the spot and we smacked him. So that was the last time I got back from a big trip and did a pretty good number on him in a weird spot. Yeah. So I'm probably have to do that again. Yeah. You'll be itching when you get back. You'll have withdrawals bad. I'm already having withdrawals. I haven't hunted in two days. Right. It's killing me. What do you do in the off season? Do you die? Does part of you die? I just work. Yeah. I just work. Part of you does die. (laughs) (laughs) Just want to make sure. I kill a lot of pigeons in the off season. Unreal. As you know. Just a thirst. A blood, a blood, a blood quelling, quell my my blood quells for, dude. I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast last time. Remember that tree farm I worked on? Yeah, growing up. Yeah, he's just down the road. No shit. And that's a really good lake to hunt. Really, so I'm gonna go up there and be like, "Hey guys, remember me, <gasps> Joey?" I'm actually gonna do that tomorrow. I'm gonna go get permission on that lake. Heck yeah! And that, that's where we used to do couch surfing. What? Oh, yeah. So they had these little dune buggies. And when we were done working for the day, um, we would <laughs> we would tie this old couch <laughs> that had no feet on it, like <laughs> big ropes, you know, to the, to the dune buggy. And we would tube on grass with Unreal. these freaking couches. So like Anna Kari and her three younger sisters and I, we would just <laughs> couch surfing in the grass. Couch surfing? Yeah. Unbelievable. Was, Did anyone ever get really fucked up from oh, that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I can see a couch flipping. Oh, big time. Yeah. But, like, not as often as you thought. Really? I think they were heavy enough to where it didn't matter. Wow. It was weird. But, like, taking a turn, hit a rock. That thing yeah. doesn't just go tipsy-turp. Oh, it would, it would go up, but... Oh. I mean, we, and we were whipping them some bitches, dude. Yeah. We would tie... Remember what we'd do behind the snowmobile? We'd tie a shovel. Yeah. Yep. Tie, we'd tie the rope to the shovel handle, and we'd sit on the back of the shovel. We did that in the grass. Oh, my God. That was fun. That was like 6th, 7th grade, 5th grade, 6th grade. God, that was fun. So I have to go talk to that old man and be like, yeah. hey, remember me? Back to couch surf. Yeah. Be like, no, I'm going to duck on your land, dude. Remember how many, I planted all these trees, motherfucker. Let me, <laughs> let me come and hunt. <laughs> no, so that, dude, that was go there crazy, and ask if you can couch surf one I, more time. I only knew that it was his because of On X. Wow. I saw the last name. I was like, no freaking way. And I called Anakari. Like, no is that, way. Is that your grandpa's place? And she goes, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. That is so sick. That's crazy. I'm like, I'm going to go say hi to him. She goes, he's a little old now. I was like, I bet. <laughs> so he was like 90, 20 years ago. <laughs> Can't imagine how old yeah. he is now. Yeah. Pretty much had dimension way back, dementia way back then. Dimension. He had the dimensions right back then? Yeah, he was in the third dimension. Unreal. But anyway. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. We have to mention Slash Shop. Um, otherwise Connor will kill us is part of our contract with Connor. Uh, so, um, Oh, you started the music. Yeah. Good job, dude. Oh no. Oh, who's the worst? Just stop. There it is. Dude. Now all three of them are playing. What's happening. How sick is that guys? I literally hate that. Cal, one okay. more thing. 